yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna go to this play. It's gonna end, and then right as we're walking, everybody's gonna be like clapping. We'll give our standing ovation, and then we're pulling out CBS on our phones. <laughs> I know. Being those people, making my mom stream it the whole way home. <laughs> iHeartRadio. There you go. Honestly, they're great. Welcome to Casual FC, an Angel City preview pod. I'm your host, Angela Morales, with my, like, technologically super savvy shop-setting-up producer extraordinaire transcriber uploader co-host, Mario Salazar. <laughs> Dang. It's a lot of titles. <laughs> multi, although, multi-hyphenate. Yeah, multi-hyphenate. Although, if you've seen the amount of back and forth we had on just recording this one pod today it put some question marks on some of those hyphens you're the the man behind the curtain you're the wizard of oz here or maybe maybe i'm i'm like the wizard in the like the projected wizard like people think i'm the smart one but it's really you (laughs) you're the dude behind the curtain i'm just like go get some courage (laughs) bye like (laughs) (sighs) all right so welcome back yeah it's i feel like we're kind of like finding our groove again yeah now that it, world cup is is over we have like schedule changes all kinds of stuff going on schedule but, changes and the, these weird gaps in between matches so like it always feels yeah. like it's been a really long time between <laughs> between episodes we haven't recorded for two weeks and it, we were talking about like it's like weird because you know it's like we we're video recording but also like, it's like a hangout at the same time, so it's weird not seeing you every yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I miss my friend. But <laughs> here we are. Alrighty, everyone. On the last episode of Angel City FC, we were playing Kansas City Current at Children's Mercy Park in Kansas City, where we won. We Boom. brought home three points. All I'm like, three I'm like points. dancing over here. Yeah, mm. we brought all three points home. Kansas City... Nobody scored. They just got two yellow cards. That's it. <laughs> Michelle Cooper, who is the other hotshot queen, I the, guess. The, the hotshot hot shot weekend. Yeah. The hotshot derby. The hotshot <laughs> derby. That's what it was. But Michelle Cooper got a yellow card towards the end of the first half, which disqualified her from the next match on card So, wild times for her. But in... So we went into halftime scoreless. I was slightly stressed because I was like, this is too close. I really want (laughs) us to win this game. We've got a goal differential to make up. Like I'm thinking all these things, all like my murder board is in my head, getting a little bit more defined every moment. But Jasmine Spencer tried and true, put her anywhere on the pitch and she will deliver. Jasmine Spencer came through in the 66th minute off an assist by Clarice Lebion. And we finally, 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 finally got a Jasmine Spencer goal in Angel City uniform. I have been longing for this since, like, the first game of last season. Just the, like, 
very first angel thing. I was like, you, you need to score. I, I mean, she can play anywhere on the pitch. She traditionally kind of sort of plays more defensive roles. Girl can hop 50 feet in the air. She's tiny. I don't understand it. <laughs> she's like, she's just great. So, yeah. <laughs> I was so happy. That that goal went in and I was, it was like, geez, we needed that. And then the rest of the match is just like, it's, it just, I it's a little felt too like close. I was like, like my whole body was just clenched for the last 30 some minutes of that game. Cause there was a thousand minutes of stoppage time. It felt like, <laughs> like it was just, Oh, that game was stressful, but it was so good. But you know what so that good. means? That means undetweeted in 10, baby. Yeah. Undetweeted in 10. I had to, I had to like, I, I had to update like our little story. Cause I used the undetweeted sound yeah. clip as like our, as our thing on like Instagram or whatever. And then I had to like redo it and be like, Nope, it's out of 10 now. Scratch it out. Yeah. I, I love how that is catching on. I don't know how much you've been on Twitter, but there's been a few different women's soccer journalists that are mad that they didn't get it first. And I was like, that's us. That's us. Oh, you're going to yeah, have to send that to me because I am not on Jenna the... Tonelli, like big names in women's soccer, well, so Twitter, were like, who, ma- who, who, <laughs> who, who did this? And Alex from R99 was actually the one who was like, it was from Casual FC Pod. And I was like, that's a real friend. Yes. Yep. And shout out to Alex. If she listens to this episode, I saw her like for a millisecond after a concert at the Creek on Friday. Now she's confused. And we both looked at each other and just waved and walked away. <laughs> but she, she's a new mom. So good for her for getting out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the house and then get back as quick as you can. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Okay. So with that said, so where are we at in the standing? Everything is bonkers. Undetweeted in 10 is is an amazing feat and has moved us up the ranks to eighth place. We are currently tied with racing. Now, doesn't that kind of, that's just a little bit of a sore spot, especially because we tied that one. (laughs) We tied when we played racing. If we would have beat them, we would have been above them clearly, but. Yeah, because right now. With racing, we have the better record, but they have the goal differential in their favor. And that's what's keeping them, like, ahead of us in the game. So, I'll touch on it later, but we need to score a lot. Yeah, yeah. We're slowly chipping away at that goal differential. Like I said, it wasn't, like, in the double digits as as one team. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that's going to be the thing. I mean, that was the thing when it came down to early on. When, you know, the hope was still there with the, the U.S. women's team was like, God, I hope the goal differential is not the thing that kills us. And, you know, it wasn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. 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 <laughs> yeah. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> okay. So overall, overall, the standings are way too tight. The I think there's been a couple of like reports that we've seen online where it was just like, you know, this it's just two the spread isn't wide enough to make any predictions at this point like it's still yeah. not safe for the people at the top mm-hmm. they're 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 most likely safe as far as playoffs are concerned but in their actual spot like is 
you know, Portland or is San Diego. They keep flip-flopping, like, who's going to be Shield champions and things like that. So no one is safe in whatever their position is. And honestly, people are making giant leaps with each one of these games. Because, like we said before, mm-hmm. all of these games are six-point matches right now. And Basically. the way the way everything has spread out, it's like everybody has six-point matches at this point. So it's... It's just hard. And honestly, trying to wrap your head around permutations and and <laughs> what may and may not have, like, there is no crystal ball in the world that is going to <laughs> give you any sort of answer that you'd be happy with. So Exactly. Exactly. It's a wild, wild race right and, now. And honestly, I'd have to do, like, a literal murder wall with, like, numbers and, like, options and like if this one happens here and what if happens that right it would take it would take it would be a whole nother episode so and be with, multi-part at that and yeah. it would change midway through <laughs> with that we've mentioned her before allison gale over on twitter amazing statistician visual graphics extraordinaire person she has this amazing standings graphic that we reference a lot which clearly shows you movement every week um, in a visual way and it's super nice to see like how you've been how a team has jumped you know one spot two spots some teams have jumped like four spots in one week it's insane Um, it's also really insane to kind of see how it clearly shows that there's a clear difference at least at the beginning uh, at least in the middle of the season that the top six and the bottom six were clearly different like there was no crossing in between them you know, they were playing leapfrog with each other, not across the entirety. But now there's jumping all over the place. But by did it again, I mean, she created <laughs> an amazing standings website. Um, yeah, it, it's really cool. It, I'm, I'm, I wrote it in the notes and because it literally is, it is a digital fidget spinner. If you need, <laughs> if you need something to let your brain wander and just press a bunch of buttons and move a bunch of numbers around and things like that this is the website for you like it's yeah it's super bare bones super straightforward but that's all it needs to be it doesn't need to be like super beautifully like web 6.0 like version it, it just needs to be what it is and it it, it exactly is that digital finish fidget spinner so what yeah. it is so is that. So what does this website do? Yeah. yeah. What me, it is is that it's. Tell me more about it. She has the current standings broken out, right? The, the the way they are with wins, losses, points, games played, all of that stuff. And then on the left side is the matchups for the last four weeks of the season. Now, what you get to do is you get to predict the outcomes of each one of these matches. And every time you make your moves on who wins and who loses or who ties, the standings get updated. So you can play around and see how well your team might do and how shitty your team might do. And let me tell you, I got so excited. I messaged and so quick to say there is a world where Angel City gets first place. I'm calling it right now. It's a total yep. possibility. And it's not even it's not even a at least I don't think so. I've sent it to you. I don't know if you've checked my math, but uh, it's not even a thing where I'm saying like every single team needs to completely lose. You know, like all the top teams no, need to completely like there lose. Is, no, no. 
you tried it a whole bunch of different ways. <laughs> yeah, this is straight up legit. There is a world where Angel City gets first place. I even had like Portland like winning pretty much every other every match that they had. I had North Carolina winning. The one that was Portland was one of the ones where like if if they won every single one, they they might surpass us. Um, this is all also assuming we win pretty much every match. Actually, we I think we're allowed mm-hmm. to tie one match out of the out of the last four that we have, but we have to win three, win four. And then I did it where... Let's just win out. Let's just let's win. win all that, the that's way That's all out. we need to do. If we just win yeah. and land wherever we went, land, that's that's going to get us. That's going to be enough. I did do it where San Diego won mm-hmm. one, lost one, and tied two. That gave us an automatic first place um, if we did our end of the bargain. That's so insane. I'm just saying it's insane. It's It will drive you crazy playing with all the <laughs> all the scores but there is technically a world where we end up in first place and we win the shield there's also a world where we end up in eighth <laughs> so you know it's it's up but and we're down. not going to talk about that world because we want to we want to be most be where, most be of the results that i got so i got a first place i got a couple of different versions of a fourth place and I got one version of like a sixth place where like we barely make it in. So the fact that there are multiple versions, how this can all play out, I think are very promising for us. And honestly, like we've been saying since she started, Becky's just on a different level. The players respect her and mm-hmm. follow those plans way better than they ever have. And they're gelling in a way that we haven't seen them gel before. Yeah, undetweeted can can go through the entire season. I mean, I'm not. It, it not, can happen. You know, not, yeah. we're not gonna. It can happen though, and it's not that <laughs> far fetched. The fact that we've gone ten to do four more no. is not that far fetched, right? Like if we were saying, "Oh, she's gonna go completely undefeated after four or after three, then we'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, that's after ten though." Mm-hmm. And we've we've had some pretty good matchups, so I know. Um, but the number one thing to take we've out of all of this, we've had some really good matchups. We've had really good games. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to be an Angel City fan right now. Wasn't so much at the first first mm-hmm. half of the season, but it is right now. With all <laughs> of this, it basically it just has to be said again, just to kind of put it out there. Everybody knows it. Um, we just can't give up any points if we. We can afford yeah. one, maybe two. I think the one where we landed in sixth place, I had like two ties there. But we honestly cannot afford a loss. We cannot afford to drop three points um, in these last four. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because not only would we be dropping our, the three our main points, thing, we're also widening that goal differential. Yeah. Yes. So widen the goal differential. We need all those points. Becky, you've been listening uh, to the pod. You're a big fan. We know you <laughs> You do you listen religiously every Wednesday. We know you got this. Four points. That's all it is. This poor woman. Now, I will say that the caveat is that, you know, there's... It, and I don't know how crazy Allison got with her little fidget spinner website thing. But I've read multiple reports about the fact that the 
final standings is probably going to come down to a lot of tiebreakers. Tiebreakers are going to be a very big thing oh, wow. this year um, because of the point spread at the moment. I mean, if a couple teams kind of go break off and like, you know, win, win the whole thing and just kind of blow everybody out the water, that's one thing. But the meat and potatoes and the tail end of the playoff standings are really most likely going to come down to these tiebreakers. And just to review the way tiebreakers work in the NWSL, at one point it was very much the way tiebreakers worked, like in the World Cup, it was points, and then it was the like one of the the tiebreakers was head to head matchup. Like, did you win out of the two matches? Did you win? That I think leaves still leaves too much room for repeats. So there is mm-hmm. there's seven ways and i think we we touched about touched on this like maybe in the very first or second episode or something like that early on early on but just yeah. to review just to review again there's seven different tiebreakers right so if you are tied on points the very first one is going to be your goal differential that's why we keep talking about this goal differential it's very important that we that we score as many goals as we can because we can lose a spot because we just didn't score enough. Then, if mm-hmm. you're also tied on goal differential, it will go down to most total wins in the regular season. So who has, you know, you might be tied on points, but your win-loss-draw record, record yeah. might be a little bit better than the next team, and so that might get you over the hump. If if you're tied on that, straight up most goal, goals scored. So the first one being the goal differential is literally how many did you score, how many were scored against you, and then the difference between those. So the third tiebreaker is going to be how many did you score in general. Now, again, same thing, mix and repeat. (laughs) If you're tied on that, then it goes to -to head-to-head results. uh, And by the head-to-head result is total points accumulated. So scoring on your opponent is also a big thing. Then head-to-head most goals scored in general. And then uh, disciplinary action, which is, if it gets all the way down to this, I mean, you're starting to, like, scrape the bottom of the barrel. And it's, (laughs) and this is where... If it's getting all the way down to this, this is insane. Yeah. And the thing is that, okay, they don't have as many tiebreakers in the World Cup, but it's gone down to these like extracurricular versions of of tiebreakers so the disciplinary points is you get one point per yellow card that was issued to someone on the team three points for an indirect red which means if you got if someone got two yellows four points if you got a direct red and then five points if you got a yellow card and then you were given a direct red all of those you add them up for the entirety of the season and then it's whoever has the least disciplinary points. And I don't think it's ever gone to this. That's but after wild. that after that, the basically people putting together these reasons of how to how to break ties, they're just like, ah, just 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 flip a coin. Just flip a coin. Just just do it. It literally comes <laughs> down to a coin flip. And that's that's what it's gonna come down that's, to. So that's so I hope we don't get to that point. Yeah. So it's going to get crazy. It might come down to all of these different things on the table. So who knows? But 
you know, the best we can say is win every match we got, don't lose any of them, and we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so let's let's just look at our next match. And before we do that, actually, just to, if you haven't seen it on our Instagram yet, we are going to be doing our first giveaway. We have two tickets to give away to the Orlando Pride match, which is going to be at BMO Stadium. It was scheduled for the 27th. Both teams agreed to reschedule the game because of the international window. They had really Orlando had a lot more players out on international duty than we did. Um, (laughs) But they both decided to reschedule. So the match is going to be on Monday, October 2nd. Versus the Orlando Pride at BMO Stadium. We have two tickets in the 100 level of the of the stadium. All you got to do is great to, seats. They're yeah. absolutely fantastic seats. I will say this: you're right at like the midfield. What is it called? Why don't I know what this is called? I'm like it's right in half court, but no, that's <laughs> not. What's the middle of the pitch called? Well, I'm, I'm not. We're not at the middle of the pitch. We're like a third. We're like in the in the in the attacking third. I guess you would say of of the pitch okay but you're close enough <laughs> it's 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 a good it's a good vantage point yes, all you got to do is go so. over to our instagram follow like and just tag a friend that's all you got to do we'll put you in the running we'll do a random drawing in two weeks we're gonna we're gonna run this till the 22nd and then we'll email whoever won and be like hey there you go there's also additional ways to enter Go look at the Instagram post for all the details and good luck. But yeah, if you repost it to your story, send us screenshots of different things, like you get more entries or try to make it as fun as possible and get yeah. people to the game. It'll be a good time. Yeah. And so with all of that being said, that's going to be for the game back at home in October. But right now we've got a matchup coming this weekend in Chicago at SeatGeek Stadium. Versus the Red Stars. So what are we looking at here? All right. So Mario mentioned it, but we we got a score. Like, we have to score an embarrassing amount of goals. Alyssa Nair doesn't deserve what we need to do to this. <laughs> <laughs> They're backup goalies. They don't deserve it. But, like, it just needs to be like a, like a freaking target practice. Like, that's the kind of game we need to have. We- so you're saying to we need to start differential. We need to start so, winning these games like three to nothing, four to nothing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And this I hate to say this because Chicago is playing really well right now, but we need a blowout. I like if you have to do it to a team at the bottom of the table, you have to do it. We didn't do it in Kansas City. We need to do it now and take advantage of the fact that they have a few key players who are injured and just kind of go balls to the wall and score, you know, just attack, attack, attack. Over the last five matches, the Red Stars have actually been doing really well on Mob. You can look at the last five matches, and it's actually us in first place, then San Diego, then Chicago. So they're ha- they're on a run, but that doesn't mean that that run needs to continue. <laughs> we, we can be the reason this that is that where, run stops. Exactly. And, like, this is... I was typing up notes earlier and i was like oh this is where like my athlete brain is like just hurt their feelings they'll get over it (laughs) like i have no there is no like kindness in me typing up these notes i was like oh my god like 
there's a sentence and it just says Chicago is missing key figures. We need to exploit it. And I'm sitting there like, oh, we just can run through this person. If we run up this way, this, that like, yeah, we are very lucky in the sense that our team is really deep right now. We have a lot of subs. Most everyone is, is who can be healthy is healthy. People are willing to play minutes. They can play minutes. And the ability to throw in basically an entirely fresh lineup at any given point is so good. And knock on wood, it stays that way for the duration of the season and all of next season. And people continue to get healthy. You know, we're all very anti-knees in in women's soccer this season with the amount of ACL injuries and other knee injuries and all kinds of stuff that have been happening. But like, we are very lucky to be in the position we're at right now to have more people coming back from injury than going out. And that is something that we need to use to our advantage to have players coming off the bench, and just bringing in strong, fresh legs for the second half. I will say, I think a lot of Chicago like bounce back in the last few games is because they got the ick out. I'm so pumped. Like, the ownership group that caused so much harm to a decade's worth of players, people who have left the league, left soccer as a whole because of the ownership in Chicago. Like, they have an all-new female-led ownership group that they could have just bought out the majority owner who caused the majority of the issue, but they organize themselves to completely buy out every single owner of the team like the entirety of the ownership group in order to completely start fresh i was bummed because that means that sarah spain is no longer an owner but even she was like no this was the absolute right thing to do this team deserves the best so i'm really hoping that we get to see a resurgence of the chicago red stars to their past glory but with a much better behind the scenes like environment for the players. Um, Kristen Press played in Chicago for a very long time. And if you have watched a documentary, you heard anything that has come out of the investigation around the NWSL and the harassment and abuse that happened in the league. Chicago is all over it. And it's just a big old bummer. So I'm really hoping that this new ownership group gives the team what they deserve and what they they have earned time and time again but yeah. and i mean with everybody, that said everybody congratulations talks about on your new owner, ownership team we're gonna beat you yeah <laughs> everybody talks about the new the new manager rounds right i mean we even had that when when mm-hmm. becky tweed came on and you know we, we we've been on this run on this the bounce is still here but it's more of a, a legit thing than like a one-time bounce I imagine that this big of a systemic change to the organization and just to just knowing who has your back from the like yeah team ownership you know there's there's a difference between who has your back as far as the the coaches and the technical staff but who has your back in mm-hmm. the paying your wages and believing in you as a player is going to be huge yep. and hope hopefully it's a bounce back and that, not harassing you when you like come to work yeah i just hate it 
it it's yeah hopefully they do get that bounce that new like ownership bounce but maybe that bounce skips this weekend mm-hmm. and <laughs> starts after maybe this one's kind of yeah, like a skip and you gotta like rebound it again yeah? Get... yeah it's like you're bouncing you kind of trip and then you get up and you do it again this is that week but we do have familiar faces on chicago that i want to point out Carrie Ricaro was an opening day angel with us, and it's just the best. Like, she's so much fun to watch. She's a midfielder. I think everybody kind of misses her because she's just cool, and she's just solid. Like, she's a great player. She's a great personality off the pitch. She's a good, great personality on the pitch. She's funny. Like, she she plays very expressive soccer, like, She's very animated on the pitch, but she's very, very good. I think it was, it was her on Instagram would always post like team dirt, like dingy socks. Like her socks were never white after (laughs) one wear. Like it's a whole thing with the coaching staff. It's very funny. But yeah, Carrie Carrie Carlo is my first uh, player to watch. She has started scoring uh, thanks to her time at Angel City. She ended up scoring, I think, three or four goals last season. But she's just, she's a stellar player. She's so fun to watch. But again, sorry. We love you. We miss you forever. I cannot cheer for you this weekend. Or next week. I can't. I I still hold fast to the rule of, you know, there are amazing players throughout the league. And Mm -hmm. a lot of them deserve their, you know, their, their flowers and whatnot. But come 90 minutes, as soon as that whistle blows to that last whistle, you don't exist. You are I don't being know run you. over. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's exactly it. Like, you are great until you are against my team and I'll know you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know her. I'm not friends with her. We don't talk about it. All that kind of stuff. It's very much a... I don't even want to say it's a love-hate relationship because it's not. It's very much a you're great, but not today. And not today <laughs> relationship. Alrighty. And next on the... I hit the wrong button. There we go. I was like, where are my notes go? Uh, we have Bianca St. George. We talked about her a little bit. I want to say around the World Cup. I don't remember, but I remember saying her name. She recently just got called up again for the September friendlies. For the Canadian women's team. So that's exciting for her. She is also a midfielder. So she'll just kind of be in the middle of the pitch trying to break up our plays. But bet. Like I'm over here like ready to start a fight over <laughs> like <laughs> over this team. Like what, what are you going to do about it? But she can be a little aggressive. She's got two yellows on the season. Not enough to miss a game on another yellow. But. She she's sneaky like that, where it's like she might be a little like that borderline. Are you being too aggressive? Are you not? Is it a card? Is it not? It, so it it very two, much is two spicy is the, midfielders. It would very much be the like you know the people all over the stadiums that have their yellow cards ready for any of those yes. plays that are a little too yeah, a little all the too card aggressive. Kids. Yeah, exactly, exactly, but. Two fantastic midfielders that represent Chicago very well. It'll be interesting to see how they play and all that good stuff. The last player I want to talk about is a legend, both in her home country of Japan 
in international soccer and the NWSL. Like, Yuki Nagasato is just solid. Like, when you, like, the face of a generation of players out of Japan with Yuki on the team, like, forever, forever. And the crazy thing is, like, oh, she just, she's retired from international soccer. She's a year younger. Like, cool. I love <laughs> when they're like, oh, she's just, She's already retiring from this and that and the other thing. And I'm like, yeah. And she's my age. She's in her <laughs> late 30s. And yeah. I understand how how much my body hurts. And I can only imagine there's hurts more because they've been playing longer than I did. But like Pino too. Like they're like, oh my God. It's like she's got one foot in the grave. And I'm like, she's not even 40. Take a deep breath. Like <laughs> she's got decades ahead of her. But with that said, let me give you a little bit more info on Yuki, and I have a really funny story to top it off. So, she's a forward. She plays on the the Japanese national team. They're in and up. She's like a World Cup winner in 2011. Scored in 2015 in the final against the U.S. national team, where we ended up winning. Like, just so solidly good. You know, she yeah. was actually. This is the thing that I didn't know until I looked her up to like know more about her she is the first woman to play for a japanese men's club team at the professional level oh so like yeah and that is such a huge deal for so many reasons like across sport not even just across soccer across sport to be brought in by a men's team and succeed and actually play minutes and act and like what just whoa she I mean, that's also a, that's a whole, that, plays a gem it's not, it's not to say that that's a whole nother level because i mean i would bet you put any of these women playing right and they will totally they hold, hold their, their own, own against yep you know any if not all the men out there right but i, I think you're right the whole fact that like a team would would say like hey we we will have mm-hmm. you here and you actually will play minutes yeah it's a whole nother level of respect it's one that... thing to say oh like we have a woman on our team cool does she play like is it is it the token woman on your team time, that or... like you're just kind of yeah yeah like is she diversity higher or what <laughs> but no she like yuki yuki's what's up she plays the drums which is really neat my girlfriend who is Grammar made sure that I mentioned that because that's important. <laughs> but the funny story. So in April of 2021, Yuki tweeted, I learned today what is dead ass. <laughs> My friend said, I'ma bring dead ass. And then another one said, I'll bring red wine and dead ass as well. And then I was like, okay, is that food or drink? <laughs> and then I found this picture and I figured out later they will bring their butt. Of course they will. And it's like, I'll, <laughs> let me just send this to you while we're on the phone because it cracks me up. <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's it's so funny. But it's like one of those stickers you would get from like a sticker vending machine. Where it's just like a booty and it says dead ass. Like, that's it. <laughs> With the little story. But she learned what dead ass was from, I'm assuming her teammates. Or maybe some <laughs> friends that she's met along the way. <laughs> but yep you're always learning something new in the nwsl <laughs> oh i think and that's, it, gonna, like, that's gonna be the, the like social clip of the episode yeah <laughs> the, 
dead just ass me story. saying dead ass like five times. But the best part is like that that like picture she posted is it has to be a graphic from like 2004 where like everything was like that. Yeah, this is this was definitely it's something. This is definitely something that like you like you you laughed at and you giggled at when you like walked into Spencer's like at the mall and you're like yes <laughs> yes a hundred or like odds if you had an odds store in your mall yeah like Spencer's Oz any tchotchke store that had like a quote-unquote adult section or like you know like tongue-in-cheek jokes on everything like that's this graphic and to just imagine this sweet like small human because she, i think she's like five five you know like most female target players are smaller i'm almost six feet tall so everybody's short to me but <laughs> like to have a whole adult be like what is is that a food or is that a drink what is that they're like looking it up and being like oh it's it's the booty like they're just bringing their butt of course they will <laughs> i think that's my favorite part it's the of course they will with a little shruggy emoji that's the best part oh that's so good i and with that said that is the chicago <laughs> oh man okay so we've got i'm just staring i'm now staring at that ass so we've got Carrie Ricaro oh as God, a midfielder. Carrie's going to be in the middle. Number four, Bianca St. George, also a midfielder, going to be number 22 on the field. And then Yuki, that ass, Nagasato, <laughs> is a forward. So she'll be she'll be giving uh, our defense and, and uh, you know, a run for her money. Um, number seven. And now you've got a fun story. <laughs> Yeah, now you know. So that's the Chicago Red Stars. Oh, and then I wanted to take a quick little break here. And for all those of you that have listened to the pod this long, little secret code word for you, undetweetable, U-N-D-E, tweed-able. Take a look at, we have merch (laughs) too. So go to shop.casualfc.com and you can see the shirt. DM us that code word and we'll give you an additional entry. That's only for you if you've been listening. And now on to ACFC. Look at us. All right. So back to our regular scheduled program, Angel City Football Club. So I we say it every week. I don't know who I've talked about. I know I'm missing a couple of players that I need to go scrub our notes. But by, by, there by are the two next episode, I really, really wanted to talk By the next episode, I'll, 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 do the list. I'll go back our notes. I'll do the list and we'll see who we got. I know. I think I need, I haven't talked about Brittany Eisenhower. And then there's one other person I can't, I think I haven't mentioned or like I just briefly talked about and I don't know, but I think Brittany Eisenhower is my only one that I haven't like done a deep dive on. We'll see. Let's see if I'm right. <laughs> but so the two players on Angel City that I really wanted to talk about are Sid LaRue and Sarah Gordon. I couldn't escape an episode without a defender. Midfielders don't count. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm defense in my heart. So obviously. You're very um, much a defender. Yes. But let's start with Sid. Yes. Let's start with Sid, who is Sid the Kid. We've talked about her a whole bunch. She like revolutionized herself coming back from a wild ankle injury where they thought it was one thing and it wasn't a big deal and it was very much a big deal could have been career ending comes back plays a few games 
gets knocked so hard she gets her ribs broken to then have some troll on the internet be like oh maybe it's time to hang it up and she was like maybe check your hairline like (laughs) sit doesn't play and you should not play with sit because she will roast you on the internet and it it's no it's no good for you but it's really interesting to see her kind of transition as a, a veteran and as someone who is known for her scoring ability to kind of start the process of passing the torch to these younger players. Because I think, I'm not sure if it's just because of the nature of the team or what, she kind of has a new role of like a super sub or a game changer that's coming in in this like 60th minute, a little bit later in the game, giving fresh legs, showing up hard on defense, but also like very, very, very in the mix to score. So she's posing as like this triple threat, even like, I don't even know, like she's just coming in and playing this role that we haven't really had someone on ACFC be able to play. And I love that it's her because being able to come off the bench in any sport is very difficult. You're coming in cold. Even if you've been warming up on the sidelines, it's not the same. You have running for 45 minutes and your body's not executing at the same level. But to come in and like immediately make a difference is so, so, so important, especially in soccer when you have four seconds to get up and ready to go. And next thing you know, you're running like football fields back and forth. But it's just really cool to see her as somebody who had been such a prolific player continue to change and continue to adapt to the game to her body, to the changes that are made constantly on and off the pitch. It's just, it's really cool. I don't know if it's on purpose or if it's just kind of the nature of the team right now, but I love it. I, I, yeah, I have nothing to add that. I mean, she, <laughs> the way she's coming in is, has been amazing. The way he, she has shut up the critics has been awesome yeah um and you know i'm i'm not mad having these super subs these game changers like you said our team at the moment is stacked we've got a really good deep finally a deep roster not gonna say we're completely mm-hmm. uninjured but <laughs> but we're we're healthier than but we're most we're times. tracking we're trending healthy yeah exactly so you know yeah, I'm absolutely mad at it. nope Definitely. So last but certainly not least, this game, I think, will be a little interesting for Sarah Gordon. She is a Chicago kid. She played with the Red Stars until she came to Angel City. So, like, this is her first, since she didn't play last season, this is her first game back in Chicago. Yeah. Like, let that one sink in a little bit. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And she's been doing so well with us as of late. Yes, she is. I mean, in Chicago, she was a defensive machine. Like, she just is a defensive machine. She is everywhere. She has had so many goal line stops. She has broken up so many, so many, like, fast breaks and so many challenging plays that would or could have been detrimental to Angel City. She is 
she has just like i think she's like for people who have followed the nwsl it's like oh yeah i'm not surprised sarah gordon's good she's sarah freaking gordon yeah but at the same time it's like holy crap i knew you were good but like dang you're just having the season of a lifetime great like let's let's go and i love to see that she's finally like being rewarded for that she was part of she was like one of i don't know four over the course of two years players that the nwsl has named as part of the best 11 of the week she's just having a hell of a season and it especially coming off a, a big injury tearing her acl like her recovery has been so beautiful and she's been so open talking about how hard it is to come back from an injury like that like you're part of the team but you're not like all kinds of stuff and it's just, I'm so happy to see her succeed. A fun little story before the start of Angel City's first season. So before the beginning of last season, my girlfriend is at a little coffee and tea place we go to in North Hollywood a whole bunch. And she's sitting outside talking to her friend and she starts blowing up my phone. Like I'm at work. She's texting me like crazy. I'm like, what the heck? Like, what's wrong? I look and she was like, I think Sarah Gordon is here. Like Sarah Gordon from the NWSL, like who played in Chicago and is now an Angel City player. And who's like my favorite? And I was like, I can go say hi. She's like, I don't know. Just like complete freaking out. Like you've met Eva, you know, like her temperament. <laughs> and she's just like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, if you do not go and say hi to her, you're gonna regret it. You are going to regret this. Like just as this, like thank you for being in my city kind of thing. Yeah. So she goes and talks to her, and she's like, she looked at me like I just made her day. Like I was the first person to ever recognize her in public. Of just like not this beautiful human, but just like, oh my God, Sarah Gordon, the soccer player. And she's like, probably like this little gremlin of a human that's like, oh my God, her soulmate. But like now, knowing what she went through in Chicago and to have that be one of your first interactions in the new city that you're playing in, yes. Like, good job, Eva. Way to, <laughs> made a, way to make Sarah Gordon's day. <laughs> you know, yeah. some, I, I, have, I have that issue too because like, you know, living in LA, you've, you're, down to maybe run into someone and most of the time i'm like they're 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 normal people like you and me i don't want to bother them like you know yeah i and so i don't have photo evidence of anybody i've met because i don't like ask for selfies and i don't ask for all of that same at the point i might be like like hey just really big fan love love your work and then just like let them go from there because like you know they're out doing their own thing and right like they're grocery shopping or like (laughs) doing normal people thing yeah yeah like i want to say one of the biggest claim to fames that both jen and i had this completely off topic from soccer but was meeting tom hanks at a dog park in brentwood (gasps) oh and and my wife that's worth it and then my wife had the same exact thing where she was like I think that's Tom Hanks. And I look over and I'm like, eh, I think you might be right. She's like, oh my God. Because it's one of her favorite actors. And then I was like, totally right. the exact it's same thing. T. Hanks. I was like, if you don't go say hi, just to even say hi, it's, you're going to regret it. And so she did. Yep. We also played with, he has two albino huskies that we were playing with them oh, for wow. a while. So we actually were playing with his dogs before we noticed he was there. So he's being, he's being super <laughs> incognito, super. <laughs> super chill yeah but he was really I mean, that's awesome though super nice guy and then also we didn't like talk his ear off you know we just said how we, we love love your yeah, dogs like, love what you do and that was it 
Yep. Let him think, let him go like, back to reading his book. I think in that kind of thing, it's nice to just be like, hey, you're great. Thanks for making my life better. And then yeah. you kind of just move on and they're just like, oh, neat. Cool. But no, Sarah Gordon, she's just so cool. My aunt, like my, I've mentioned that my family is starting to come to more games and the last game, like, again, this is definitely where I get my love of defense is my mom and my aunt, but she loved Jasmine Spencer because she wore number three. She loved Katie Johnson. She wore number 33 because in, I think in college when my aunt was playing basketball, she came in, wanted number three. Another girl was like, no, you can't have number three because you're a freshman. And she said, fine, I'll take 33 because I'm twice as good as you. Like, I get two threes. You only get one. Like, this is the family I come from, if it makes any sense. But <laughs> makes then with Sarah sense. Gordon, she was like, yeah. <laughs> with Sarah Gordon, she was like, how does she look like a human version of Barbie? But she will, like, murder you on defense. And I was like, welcome to being Gordon. She is a... Uh, like runway model but also will ruin your life and embarrass you and like ruin your day and yeah they they absolutely loved her they were sitting behind our goal last game both games actually they were sitting in like the end zone and were just like this is the best experience ever because they got to see defense first up, you know firsthand up close all that good stuff but Sid LaRue she's number two she's a forward She'll be coming in at some point. She might be starting. Who knows? She just does everything these days. And then I love Lee Sarah Gordon on defense with Paige and Allie Riley, M.A., Jasmine Spencer, Megan Reed, any of our goalies. Like, we just have a defense back there. It's so cool. But there's number 11, High Pony, looking like Barbie out there playing the best soccer you'll ever see. So... Yeah, that's our that's my little excitement. Get excited for Angel City because we're gonna do some things in Chicago. Well, we gotta bring we gotta keep we gotta keep uh, Becky undetweeted here and right. Uh, I mean, and- overall, like Chicago's won twice. We've won once. We have to tie up the series. Like it's just what needs to happen, right? Like- yes, yes. We we it just that's just the way nature uh, needs to work. Yeah, <laughs> we need to tie up the series. Yeah. So yeah, they did win this year when we met up with them. So we did tie it last year. They won one, we won one. Then they won. Yeah, this year. Now we, we gotta just, split it again. Now we just gotta split it again. That's all right. One one thing we do have on our in our favor here is pulling up those little tidbits on like Fault Mob and stuff. Mm-hmm. Chicago have conceded the most penalties this season with. Six. I mean, granted, that's not like a lot, but I mean, the fact that you've had six penalties because of some reason or another that you committed, yeah. you know? That's well, actually kind of a lot. Yeah. And, season. and like I said, the other one was un- we've been undefeated in five away games. So, I mean, that's just five of the, of the 10. So <laughs> very, very true. Okay. So uh, we are playing in Chicago. This Sunday, September seven, September seventeenth. So it's the Red Stars versus Angel City in SeatGeek Stadium at three p.m. LA time, local time. Of course, going to be available on CBS Sports, so semi-national, not free TV national. Semi-available. But same, yeah. It will. It will. No problem for your local bar to be playing. 
That's the important part. You know, yep. bars get a little weird about like, oh, it's on streaming. We can't play it. And no, you have right. no reason to. So now go to a bar, yell at them and tell them, put the game on. This is mainly going to be because it's not going to be on Paramount+. Plus. So if you have a Paramount Plus subscription and that was the reason you were getting it to watch all these NWSL matches, it's not going to be on there. It's going to be on CBS Sports, which means you need a TV login or some type of cable subscription. That's the uh, pain in the butt. So go watch it with friends. Watch it in a bar, 3 p.m., and have them change all the TVs to <laughs> Angel City. If you're international, again, thank you for listening, and you will be able to watch it at nwslsoccer.com, or if you're tech-savvy enough on, you know, you didn't hear it from us, but if you're tech-savvy enough from the U.S., you can watch it internationally also. <laughs> or you can listen to the whole thing on iHeartRadio. Uh, just download the iHeartRadio app. There's an Angel City-specific channel to be able to listen to. Um, the great thing about that, out of all of these is that iHeartRadio is going to give you our local Angel City-centric announcers. So you're going to be getting all that good stuff, all the sweet uh, insider knowledge about Angel City, all the corner kicks by Cedar sinai just all, all the, the good, good stuff. stuff. All the good stuff. Yep. If you've made it this far, I hope you're liking us. I post these on... <laughs> On, on Reddit with some of the, the teams that we cover at times. So if you've listened this far, thank you for listening <laughs> and hope you liked what you heard. Go hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you feel like subscribing from. If you need additional links, oh, can always check out casualfc.com for all of the pod links. Definitely. You can find us on all of the socials, um, Twitter, whatever you're calling it instagram youtube what are their social media instagram twitter threads tiktok there we go i'm like what are apps that i'm on all day every day Jeez, the internet we're on it <laughs> you can find us on social media at casual fc pod new announcement we have merch boom like we we have merch mario mentioned it briefly earlier you can go to shop.casualfc.com to get yourself an undetweeted or an undetweetable shirt. I know someone who's bought one. I'm very excited. I need to get mine from you. But yes, very, very excited about this. There will be more things coming down the pipeline as we decide what we want to consider merch. But yeah, if you are enjoying the podcast so far and want to bring your friends along, tell them about the pod, get them to check it out. I hear it brings good luck. Right now, we're kind of taking all that good luck and throwing it at the team to get us into the playoffs. But we'll see what we can do. Take what we can get. And then if you feel so inclined and want to help support the podcast by buying us a coffee, check out our link on our like in our bios on every social network there is. Or go to buymeacoffee.com backslash casual FC pod to throw some money in our tip jar. A virtual Qatar? Virtual. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And with all of that, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the game and we'll see you next time at BMO. Definitely. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Oh, and then if you thought you heard about the secret password and you made it all the way and you skipped all the way to the end, you didn't find it. Uh uh uh. We didn't say the magic word. You got to find <laughs> it somewhere else in the pod.
You got to scrub this thing and go back and listen and find it. <laughs> it's somewhere in the middle. Give it a listen. But you know what? I bet you're going to like what you hear. <laughs> Definitely. Bye for real. Bye.